when Hovan asked uh, everyone to look into each other's eyes, Charles was far away from Hilda, so he was forced to look in Brother Edward's eyes. But even us men were able to manifest the love of God, which is superior even uh, than the love that exists between a husband and wife. Praise the Lord. I thank Charles for his encouragement. Uh, I don't want to be talking to you continuously every week, but when the opportunity is given to you, I will share with you what the Lord has shared with me. Uh, we are very happy to see Michael and his mom amongst us today. Welcome to you. Praise the Lord. I'm what I want to share with you today, I received a couple of nights ago, not during my illness. And when we had our morning worship, I shared with them about the same thing. It absorbed my mind. I want to read for, uh, to you from John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Uh, I have asked many people what is their idea of the meaning of life. For many people, life consists of getting up in the morning, get washed, have their breakfast, go to work, have a bite to eat lunchtime, continue working, come home and have dinner, uh, amuse themselves with television and with different chores, until it's night time, go to bed, and then continue again the following day. And every day in exactly the same monotonous way. And when you ask them, how are you? We're getting on. We're all right. A thief had come and burgled someone's house. And this man came to Brother Edward in uh, Farsi said, They took all that I had in life and took it away. And uh, I asked him, what is your meaning when you say they took the whole of my life and cleared me out? They took all my furniture and took it away. So for that person, life consisted of the furniture that he had accumulated. For many people, life is husband, wife, children, parents, and a few close relatives. That is their life. And for so many people, life has no meaning at all. It's completely futile. I'm sure you've heard what Bertrand Russell said uh, about life. He said, we don't know why we have been born, why we are living, and why we are eventually going to die and where we are heading after that. Uh, in other words, life has no meaning whatsoever. 
Espes paymanları how many times it mentions life and living in it? 50 times. Uh, in the Gospel of John, the word life has been mentioned 50 times. And it is the Gospel of life and living. And one of the most important names and titles that has been given Jesus Christ throughout the book, uh, Bible, is the uh, Spring of Life, his title is. He is the Prince of Life. And he has also been called the uh, Beautiful Perfume of Life. And Jesus himself many times when referring to himself used the word life. For example, he said, I'm the bread of life. Whoever eats from me will have eternal life. I am the water of life. Whomsoever drinks from me will have eternal life. I am the truth, the way, the life. I'm the life and the resurrection. I am the door to life. I am the light of life. You can see that what rich adjectives Jesus uses when he's talking about life. Uh, and Apostle Paul says, for me, Jesus is life, and to gain, gain is to die. To die is to gain, yeah. Uh, the purpose of my life is to live with Jesus and live in Jesus. Uh, therefore, it's very important for us, brothers and sisters, to know what this life is that Jesus is talking about. Uh, it can be said that many people are alive, but we can't say that all of them are really living. And in, from the viewpoint of Bible, man is dead in his sins. And the penalty of sin is death. Uh, therefore, a man who is dead does not need the law, does not need faith and religion. Someone who is uh, dead in sin, there is no point in advising him, correcting him, or uh, showing him something because it is beyond his comprehension. Someone who is dead, what they need is life. Therefore, Jesus Christ has come to give us life. Uh, for Brother Edward, is very interesting how people enjoy life if they don't know Jesus Christ. Uh, how do they partake of food and how is it that it can be enjoyable today? How can they go to sleep uh, and have a sweet sleep and sweet dreams without Jesus? And how do they uh, get enjoyment from uh, different aspects of life, both physical and uh, internal spiritual? Uh, 
Even for those of us who are living with Jesus, sometimes life can be very difficult and not enjoyable, let alone for those who don't know Jesus. They truly are in a very sorry state, those who haven't found Jesus and life in Jesus. Uh, the question... Sorry. Uh, the question that was occupying my mind the other night was this. Is Jesus Christ the whole life of every member of our church? Uh, some people follow Christianity, not Jesus Christ. Uh, for some people, uh, Jesus is a prophet, Jesus is a leader, he is the representative of a particular faith. But he is not their whole life and being. If we can make Jesus Christ our whole being, what will take place in our life? The first change that will take place in our life is that we will have a purpose for our lives. And that purpose will be the highest purpose for our lives. The values of our life will change. Uh, I remember very well at the time when I was due to repent. The first thing that attracted me, uh, the two words, new life. It was in Brother Seth's house. He was preaching and I understood nothing from his preaching because he was using very complex words from the Bible, very spiritual words. But when he said, let us pray, he put a question to us and that question really spoke to my heart. That is what I understood. Who are the people who are looking for a new life here tonight? If he had asked a different question, I am sure it would not have touched my heart. New life. He did not uh, ask the question, those who want to change from uh, uh, Orthodox to um, Protestant, or those who want to join our church as members raise their hands, or those who want to be added to our numbers raise your hands. He was not interested in any of those questions. Because we did participate in different meetings, but none of them were enjoyable. Those people who are searching for new life, raise your hands. And there and then, I realized that this life that I have, I'm tired of it, and I need a new life. Therefore, the first thing that happened when I committed myself to the Lord, the uh, priorities and purposes of my life changed. And after that, I realized for what I am living and for whom I am living. This is what the Apostle Paul says about this. Uh, if you read Galatians 2, uh, chapter 20. I have been crucified with Jesus, but I live. 
Very interesting. If you are crucified with him, how can you be alive? The old old self has died. But I am new in the new self. And now that I am alive in this new life, I am alive in believing the life of Jesus Christ. That he loved me and crucified his uh, body for myself. This is the purpose of life. Uh, the second thing that happens when we make Jesus Christ our life he acquires the highest place in our lives he is first in our lives uh, he becomes supreme in our life when he has the first place everything else finds its place falls into place uh, sorry? Uh, husband finds his role, the wife, does, children find their position, job, money, everything else comes into order. But when Jesus is not in his rightful place, nothing else can have its rightful place. When Jesus is our life, he becomes supreme for us. And this is something very, very important. Why is it that sometimes for believers, Jesus is not holding the first place? When I was resting and recovering from my uh, a few people came to visit me. And I asked one of them, when I was absent from church last Sunday, what was the preaching about? You know what he answered? (laughs) He said, you are asking me what last week's preaching was about? I don't even know what I had for my breakfast this morning. Who knows? I don't know. He said some things. Yes, uh, <laughs> he had come to my house as a visitor, as a guest, but in a nice way, I chastised him. Can I ask you, whereabouts you are? Where is your mind? What is your concentration on? And why do you attend church? Uh, Is Jesus Christ the center of your life? This is why sometimes people, when they attend church, they talk into church. They enter, they exit. Uh, They think they've attended church. They're going to have a cup of tea at the back. They have to chat with their friends. They attend halfway Before it finishes, they go away. Come during the meeting, they fall asleep. Or even when they're gazing at the preacher, their mind is on something else. But naturally, such people will receive nothing from the preacher. Now, I have to put another question. When you wake up in the middle of the night, and you are unable to go back to sleep. Uh, what do you think about? Uh, when you're stuck in a traffic and uh, every nerve is uh, toned, what, is, what are you thinking about? To what kind of CDs are you listening at times like that? Uh, when they were operating on Brother Edward, uh, in order that I enjoyed that traumatic experience, I started praying and started thinking about knowing Jesus even better. And the spirit of the Lord took over me. And I started speaking in tongues. And then I suddenly, and suddenly I realized a group of doctors had gathered around me and 
asked me, um, are you feeling okay? Asam, are you shot love and I said, yes, I feel extremely well. Uh, we thought that you were hallucinating and talking. I said this, I was talking with God and I was having a very pleasant time. <laughs> they were surprised. Is he all right? Is he old there? And when they took Brother Edward to give him an MRI scan, and he was placed in that narrow tube, <laughs> it wasn't easy placing Brother Edward in a narrow tube. I thought they were placing me in my grave. And I asked them, how long do I have to be here? At least 20 minutes. And you mustn't move. And the best thing that helped me in that unpleasant time was to think about Jesus and see visions of him. And now I am trying to be in that state continuously. When Jesus Christ is the whole of our lives, He is the center of our lives. He becomes our thoughts. He becomes our purpose. He is what holds our interest. Then uh, when you are in that state, it is unlikely that you will say, oh, it's Sunday, well, let me put on my spiritual garment and let's go to church. And then I'll come home and I'll change my image. And then I will enter in a different mood. Uh, neighbor was Muslim and he was praying. And while he was in the middle of uh, his prayer, he was blaspheming his wife. And then continuing with his prayer. So I told him, at least if you want to blaspheme her, wait until your uh, prayer is finished then. <laughs> and his answer to me was, everything has its rightful place. Prayer has its own time and blaspheming its own time. Uh, why are you interfering with my prayer life? This is what religion can do. Uh, in certain times, people become religious. From that time to that time, they are being religious. From that time to that time is church time. Now I have finished with that. This is my normal life. I can do what I want. Jesus Christ is our life. You cannot live without oxygen. You can't say when I'm in the church, I'm breathing. I'm not breathing when I'm outside the church. He is our oxygen. And without him, life has no meaning. And if every circumstance of our life yes, is the same case. Uh, I was uh, watching the God channel about um, Muslim converts and there were somebody was giving a testimony and I started thinking about that. Uh, and uh, I remembered about a young lady who became Christian in Iraq. Uh, he was uh, from um, Azari background. She had become a very good Christian. And a few days later, he, she met with a believer, a Christian doctor, and they were about to get married. Uh, but the family of that lady were very much against her faith, uh, particularly when she wanted to marry another Christian. 
Um, her father told her that we were under the impression that for a while you were just occupied with charity, it would pass. Uh, we remember one time you were practicing Edo communism. And after that you became a staunch Muslim. And for a while you were going to discos and dance clubs. And we thought that for a while this is another passing interest. Okay, let her be a Christian. No, but we think that now the situation is very serious. You have seriously decided to continue being a Christian and even marry another Christian? Uh, they were opposing her marriage. Uh, the couple uh, were very patient, they prayed, but the father would not pray. Uh, with, this engaged, with the engaged couple, we went uh, to the, um, fa the doctor's father, who was also another doctor. Uh, he was a man about 70 years of age. Uh, he had heart problems himself. He didn't know Brother Edward. Uh, we waited until the surgery was empty and right at the end entered his room without having a previous appointment. Uh, he was shocked to see us. Who are you? Uh, recognized the daughter. The I am the pastor of the church. Uh, we have come to talk about your uh, son and uh, fiance's uh, forthcoming wedding, and I want you to give us some time, daughter, her father, okay. He was very angry. He opened the door, I want you to leave. All we ask is a few minutes for you. We have come because we have respect for you. We don't want to do anything without permission from you. Uh, we respect you because you are the father of this young lady. Please don't talk about it. Already she is no longer my daughter. When she became a Christian, and when I realized she's taking it very seriously, uh, I decided that she will no longer be a part of our family to expel her from And I'm not going to give her any inheritance. And to announce to everybody that I no longer have such a daughter. She's dead for me. But I was being very patient and I thought she might change her mind. As if that wasn't enough, she wants to marry a Christian. And even somebody who was converted from Judaism to Christianity. I can't comprehend, I can't take this, just get out of here. Did not accept her. Uh, the daughter was crying, said, Father, I love you, I don't want to hurt you, and she was about to kneel in front of me. If you want me to accept you, right now, deny Christ, get rid of this man, then I will accept you. This is the only way to turn And she said, this man is not so important. Jesus Christ is important. I have chosen him because he's Christian. But I cannot deny Jesus. If I leave my fiancé, I can do that, but I cannot leave Jesus Christ. He is my life. He said, therefore, you are not my daughter. Get out. Can you give a written document to say that she is no longer your daughter? And write it officially. Yes, he said, I will do it. 
and he brought it uh, on his uh, headed notepaper, signed it, sealed it. Uh, according to uh, Islamic Iranian laws, if a daughter is getting married, he has to have written permission from the father. With that document, we went and they have a Christian bed, had a Christian bed. 15, 16 years have come from that day, and to this date, they even have a child. The man has a granddaughter, grandchild, and he will not see that. And this news is two years ago. I hope that this, within these two years, maybe things have changed. I hope. I can never forget the tears that girl was shed. Daddy, Jesus is my life. Without him, I'm dead. How can I deny him? He's living in me. Don't think that I'm rejecting you. But he is higher even than you. This is what happens when Jesus Christ becomes our whole life. When he becomes our whole life, we, stop, we start growing in our Christian life. Uh, Jesus says you will have life and you will have it to full. Life brings life. Uh, Apostle Paul says we go from life to life in our progressive life. And as a result, our spiritual life does not become a boring life for us because we're growing in it. Why some people don't grow in their Christian life? Because Jesus Christ is not their life. Uh, Christianity is like a dead faith religion today. Christianity is only a portion of their life. Just as one would watch TV, sometimes they look at Jesus. Uh, it is a partly occupation for them. Uh, it is a part of a way of life for them, not complete. But he is not the center of their whole life. And as a result, they don't grow. But when Jesus Christ becomes the center of your life, we start growing in our new life. And Christianity becomes enjoyable for us. I don't want to praise myself. Uh, it is 46 years that I'm reading the Word of God. Uh, I can really assure you that it has not become old or boring for me. Uh, it is unlikely that you can read from the New Testament a portion of it, and I am unable to tell you which chapter, which verse. And uh, the same applies to 80% of the Old Testament. I know it off by heart. Uh, this has been going on from childhood. Uh, it had become a habit for me to daily uh, learn by heart 10, 15 verses. Uh, I don't have a good memory, but I have never forgotten those verses. Because it is my life. It is interesting, even the parts that I read now, which I know of by heart, some chapters I know it off by heart in Farsi. I think at Baba, at chapter. I know the whole uh, chapter. When I read it again, I take my pen. Nobody has seen my original Bible. Whatever I have is in that place. When I die, I want to give it to London Museum. 
And that is life to me. Every day when I read it, I want to write something. In the hospital when I used to wake up, it was dark. I couldn't read. In the light of my mobile, I used to open part of the Bible, read it, shut it, and then do the same thing again. I am in love with this book because it is my life. It is not a book of religion. It is not a history book. It's the living book of God. And I am happy that I am like that. I ask many people, do you read your Bible daily? Brother Edward, I've read it once. I know what it contains. Someone, someone very proudly said daily I just read one verse. And somebody has replied to me that uh, Sunday is the day of church Asam, and that day I read a few verses. I asked him how many times a day do you and drink? And how much do you sleep? Uh, why should this book that is a living book should be so cheap? for you. A young man was really in love with the Lord. And he was reading the word of God, coming to church, praying. His father told him this. My son, how much are you going to read this book? How much are you going to pray? How much, how many times are you going to go to this? Haven't you got a life to live? You know what he replied to his father? Replied, father, this is my life. This is not a religion for me, it is life for me. Is Jesus life to us? When Jesus is life to us, really we will feel a big attachment to him in our hearts. Uh, with the whole of our heart, we will be concentrating on In final, when Jesus Christ is our life, at that time, Death will be a gain to us as well. uh, Apostle Paul says, for me, life is Jesus Christ and death is a big gain. Why are we scared of death? Why is death something terrifying to us? Sometimes believer says, pray that the spirit of death will go away from us. Uh, where does it say in the Bible that for a believer, death is an evil spirit? Uh, the Bible speaks so beautifully as death that if we really go deeply into it, we'll want to die tonight. Who says death is bad? Uh, it is something magnificent. I don't want to encourage you to go and take your lives tonight. I don't want you to think in this way that if somebody departs from us, I don't want you to think that the curse of God is upon us and we are ruined and infinished. The Bible clearly says there's a time to be born and a time to die. And that time is in the hands of the Lord.
շատեր են եկել ինդիասնում ես աղոթել եմ աստված ինդիասելա 120 տարի տիպիտի ապրես few people have come to me and told me that i have prayed and the lord has told me that you are going to live for 120 what kuntarier chen apre gnatselen aveli shuten they haven't even reached 60 et paner menk chenk voroshoghe we are not the ones who decide the length of our life it is not in our hands եթե քրիստոսը մեր համար կյանք լինի if jesus christ is life to us երբոր մահվան ժամանակը հասնի when time of death comes այն ժամանակ մահը մեր համար շատ հաճի At that time death will be something sweet. This is what Apostle Paul used to say. Uh, I am in between those two. I don't know which one to choose. To remain in this world or to depart. Uh, I think that if I remain here with you it will be beneficial. But if it were in my hands I want to depart. Because then I can be with him. And this is far superior for me. Death is not a loss. Artvank chi. It is not a defeat to me. It is not a disgrace to me. Artvats vichak chi. It is not Anetsk uh, chi. It is not a curse to me. Ma shah. Death is gain to me. It is victory to me. Ma yerjankutune. It is happiness. Ma I think astzo nerkautyan mech havitian manal. Death means being in the presence of the Lord forever. Why isn't it like that for so many believers? Because Jesus Christ is not the focal point of their lives. If they are in love with Jesus, they will desire to join him as soon as possible. And they will also pray, Return quickly, Jesus. And they will live a heavenly life. Do you remember what Peter said to Jesus? Uh, when Jesus asked, do you also want to leave me? He said, where can we go? You have the words of eternal life. Where can we go from? Eternal life is with you. This is something very important. Not only you have healing and miracles with you. Not only you have keys to signs and amazing things. Not only we are following you for uh, temporary blessings, we are not uh, disciples of food and drink. We want eternal life and you have that. When he is our life, our eternity with him has been guaranteed. Brothers and sisters, how much is Jesus Christ our life? How is the sin? How much is he the center of our life? How often does he occupy our mind? How much are we interested in him? You and I individually can reply to this. Time passes. We are occupied with different things. But how much of it is centered towards Jesus? Not with Christianity itself as a religion, but as with Jesus as our lover. This is of paramount importance. I want to finish my word with this sentence. John says, a life appeared we touched life with our hands we saw it with our own eyes we savored it and we are living with life itself and we give our testimony about the word of life Christmas is coming 
Life took body amongst us, became a part. Praise the Lord for this life. Let's stand up. Let's praise him that Jesus Christ is our life. Uh, let us pray uh, that we, the relationship we have with him is a relationship of love. Hallelujah. Let us meditate upon what we've heard and focus our minds on this subject. Yes, was time shot Our spiritual life will become much more wonderful if we accept and place Jesus as the center of our lives. And I don't want the words that Jesus addressed to Martha addresses to us. He said, Martha, Martha, your mind is occupied with so many different things. But you only need one thing and one thing only. And that is what Mary has chosen and it will not be taken away from her. What had Mary chosen? To sit at the feet of Jesus. To hear from Jesus. To spend time with Jesus. To be in love with Jesus and to gaze at him. And that was a portion that would never be taken from him. Uh, the focal point of her life was Jesus What is the focal point of our life? Who is? How much do we focus on Jesus? If we focus on him more, we will know him more. And we will enjoy him more. Those who want to have such a life, let them raise their hand. And let us pray together. And declare that Jesus Christ is our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Aleluya. 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 Aleluya.